Hey guys, welcome back to my podcast. I am Solomon, aka King's Words, and it's so good to have you guys back here. So today I am going to talk about, I would have said racism, but this is not so much of racism. It is really just about being black in international groups. And some experience were racist, some were just ridiculous. And I was talking to myself about this and I was laughing because... If you know me, you know, anybody that knows me personally knows that I have friends from different parts of the continent. Like, I literally should have friends in every continent. And I did this intentionally to learn more, learn more about people. And surprisingly, when I did this, I have never felt more African and felt more Nigerian than meeting other people from different parts of the world. So it was really, really, really an exciting journey. And today... I'm going to talk about it because it's really funny and there's something to learn from it. First off, I will start with saying that some of us as children were racist. Like, I mean, African children. I mean, I'm not saying everybody. Let me talk about myself because I'm the best example. I remember that I was in primary three and I probably was nine, eight. Okay, I was nine. Yes, because I did primary three two times. So I was nine in this new primary three. There was a guy and he was dark, like literally, I mean, we're all black by race. But when I say dark, like some people are like really, really dark. And you know, when you're a child, you see someone really, really dark. Don't touch my thing. Don't touch me. You're dirty. Literally, people did that in primary school. Like, don't touch my thing. You're dirty. And I remember making, not me, I'm not, I know you're used to me being the bad person. But in this case, I really was not the bad person, no. I was just there. I did not say I didn't do anything to stop it, but I saw how people were telling him, "Don't touch my things, you're dirty." I did nothing, and I just really thought, "Oh, he's dirty." But I did not tell him not to touch my things. But if he touched my things, I would have gone to go and clean it. So I mean, I'm not equally as good, but I, I'll give myself some little credit and say I was not that bad. At least I did not tell him to his face. And I even met some other girl who would say. Uh, she can't date that to her like someone who is like really really dark just seems like they're dirty and it irritates it would irritate her if they should touch her and i thought oh it makes sense i mean i was foolish and i thought it made sense but obviously it did not make sense it definitely did not make sense and so today I, w- I want to talk about something because you know when i joined international groups during the pandemic i had like various experience some i thought were racist and some i just thought were people joking and the thing is we us as black people sometimes we expect the worst from people that even when they make a mistake and it's like a joke or they're just trying to get familiar with us they don't know that it's actually offensive and we get we take it so personal that instead of correcting them we just bash them and i thought that was because that was the right thing to do or in all situation but that's not true sometimes you just really have to correct them because every time and if you think about it if every time you hear something that is racist and you don't give it the benefit of doubt that these i mean depending on the situation obviously but sometimes you hear some racist statements or some jokes that could be racist if you don't give it the benefit of a doubt that oh this could be just be someone messing around and does not know that this is racist if you don't give it that benefit of a doubt sometimes i think that it's because to an extent we feel the way they see us 
and I'll use myself as an example. Like sometimes when they said some things and I was about to take it personal, I really asked myself, do I feel this way? I know I'm not this way. So why am I so defensive? And it really changed me when I actually talked to someone about it. And then he apologized and did not even know that what he said was wrong. And it was like, oh, I'm so sorry. Oh, I'm so sorry. And I really thought, oh, wow, I would have bashed someone who just made a silly mistake. And I mean, of course, he's supposed to be cautious of what he's doing. But sometimes let's give them the benefit of doubt. So now my first story really happens to start with when I joined this international group. I joined, I said, oh, hi, I'm Solomon, I'm from Nigeria, and they were like, oh, welcome, I mean, a guy called Harry said, welcome, welcome, Nigeria in the house, a West Africa country, he said all this, and I was like, oh, somebody knows my country, it was exciting, it was welcoming, and then somebody, one unfortunate fellow, decided to say, oh, my salary is just about to come in, we have a Nigeria in the house, I should be cautious, he kept the laughing emoji. So me, I was very confused. I don't really get jokes that are not said out. Like if you don't use your voice to say jokes, I personally may not get them. And sometimes you can even say it out and I still do not get them. So he said that and because I'm my mother's child and I have some attitude in me, I also replied and said, oh, we Nigerians, we like to take money from important people, not people doing menial jobs, getting salaries. And I kept my own laughing emoji at the ending too. <laughs> and so we both laughed it out like petty people. But literally that was like the first time I felt, okay, this, and I didn't even think it was an African thing. I thought, oh, this is a Nigerian thing because I have been in groups with Kenyans and they thought the same thing about Nigerians. I mean, we know everybody says and everybody i don't want to say everybody knows but everybody says that nigerians fraud stars 419 all those things and so i sort of expected it i didn't take that as racism i just took it as nigeria nigeria my country shame on you that's how i took it but then as time went on obviously he said more stupid jokes and it was racist but I didn't even like him anyway, so I disregarded him. And it was even then that I even knew that white people were not Asians because all my life, I thought as long as your hair is touching your shoulder and you can do, I whip my hair like, as long as you can do that, you are white. But Asians, Latinos, Indians, apparently they say that they are not white. And it was surprising to me because I met someone who said, oh no, there's black, there's brown. And I thought there's black and there's white. And I thought those were the only two colors. But they said, oh, they are Asian, they are brown people, they are brass and there's bronzing. And I was like, bronzing? And he was like, yes, I have a bronzing complexion. And this was my Indian friend telling me he has a bronzing complexion. I'm like, bronzing? He said, yes, I am South Indian and I'm mixed with a bit of Latino. So I'm bronzing bronzing and you know and i just said you know what if you're bronzing it's okay he said because i shine i'm like shine like you glitter everybody glitter i said no my glitter is different and i thought well if you say so who am i to contend with your color if you are blue you're blue if you're black you're black whatever you want to call yourself but it was then i even knew like there were so many ways that people classified and categorized themselves that it was almost work to not really understand their culture and that's when i even understood what is acceptable as a black person as a joke and what is not acceptable 
because one time I also met another Indian. I've met a lot of Indians, and I mean, there are one point something billion Indians, so obviously, everybody should have met an Indian. Either true, if I say this, it'll be rude, so let me not say it, but everyone should have met an Indian somehow. And so I met another Indian, and he told me this was very, very weird. When he met me, his name was Lucifer. I give people the benefit of doubt. You can call yourself Lucifer, and I do not think you're the devil. But he told me, oh, I love the devil. And I'm like, oh, blood of Jesus. Who have I got to go and meet now? Who is this? And he said, you see, the devil is a bad person and evil rules. Everyone is evil in the world. And it's better to accept it than to try and fight it. And I told myself, Solomon, you have got to go and meet a satanist. You have finally done it. Everywhere, you are always going to talk, 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 talk. Now you have met a satanist. They're going to convert you. And I was like, oh, let me just stop talking to him. And I was like, very like, but I thought, is it still? Let me not just stop. Let me just slowly go. Because, you know, if I stop talking to you and then he's really a satanist and say, I will get you. I will show you and I will come to you. I'll be very afraid. So I just thought I would reduce the communication slowly. So I asked him, oh, why do you say the devil is, you love the devil? Why do you say you love the devil? And he said, and he told me the reason why he loves the devil, because the devil is bad and the world is bad and evil will rule and everybody is just bad underneath. And I said, oh, but if you hurt someone, wouldn't they, what if they die? I said, oh, let them die. I said, did someone hurt you? And he said, yes, someone hurt me. And he said, I know that you don't believe in the devil because you're African and you believe in God. And I said, who told these people that Africans are just supposed to believe? I mean, we do believe in God, but that is not an African thing. It's general. What do you mean that because I'm African, I believe in God? But who am I to argue with a Satanist? I didn't argue. Well, he's not, he's not a Satanist. But I didn't argue with him. I just, I heard it. I left it. And it was just funny that he had a perception that because I was African, I would obviously um, challenge his ideology about Satan. And I mean, I don't think I need to be African to do that. I had another friend who... I we we literally saved each other's numbers on WhatsApp so he can see my status update. And every time he would see my status and say, and if a girl in my status was wearing lipstick, he would say, Oh, I've noticed that Africans love wearing lipstick because of their lips are dark and so they have to I'm like, who gave you this nonsense that you're saying? What are you saying? And I would hear a lot of things like this and you'll wonder, oh, why are you still friends with them? Now, for the guy who was very rude with Nigeria, I understood, and later on I understood that he was actually racist, I understood that, but for these people that I actually talked to, not the Satan, not the Satan, he's not a Satanist Solomon, the guy who loves the devil, I mean, isn't that what Satan, Satanism is all about, but the guy who loves the devil, I mean, to be fair, he has a reason for like loving the devil, not a valid one, a girl hurt him, she, oh, did I even tell you? He somehow kisses different girls every week, as I got to found, find out in two days. Don't ask me how. He likes kissing people. It's like his fetish. And one time, this particular girl that he really, really loved kissing, kissed another guy. And that's how she hurt him. And that's why he loves Satan. And that's why everyone is wicked. But So, I mean, I don't understand the principle to that. But you know what? Let's just leave it at that. And let's just say... Let's just leave it at that. But that is exactly why he doesn't. 
he like God and he loves Satan because a girl kissed another boy and he is hurt by it. And so back to um, you would wonder why I'm keeping people who are sort of racist in your head from all those definitions and say, oh, why are you keeping them in your contact list? Are they not affecting your um, self-esteem? But I realized that these people that have kept my contact list are actually learning from me. So I always call them out like, oh, no, that's not true. This is how it works. This is how it works. And like, oh, OK, cool. That makes sense. Or even when they say something like, oh, do you have any African language? To be fair, I know when you say, do you have any, any African language? You're talking in general sense that what language do I speak but I know these people and I know they just think that we have a single language or Africa has like a bunch of language that everybody speaks and everybody knows and I'm like oh no I have a Nigerian language which is an African obviously an African language but don't just call it an African language be specific in Nigeria what Nigerian language do you speak so yes I keep these people because I literally teach them some of these things I once met this guy and this was very awkward because he came to meet me and he told me that (laughs) Japan was having a decline in their male porn star population and me being black he thought I would fit and he just sent me the whole invite, sent me the link to audition for a porn star and I am covered by the blood of Jesus. So, of course not. I would not do that. And I'm like, but I can't just say, oh, no, God forbid. I rebuke you. You are the devil. Go away. Go, go, go. I didn't do any of that. I literally was like, oh, thank you. I mean, that was also stupid. <laughs> but I said, oh, thank you. I didn't tell him I'll check it out. I just said, ha, 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 ha. Thank you. And then he came again, have you auditioned? I'm like, oh, no, I haven't. And at some point, I just had to tell him that, oh, I'm not going to audition because I'm 20 and I'm not going to do that. And what do you mean they have a decline in porn stars and they need me? And it was like, oh, you're black. And you know how people see black men as like sexual gods. So he thought for some very odd reason, I'll be a sexual god. Like anybody that meets me, no, I'm, I'm far from a sexual god or even sexual and so he said that and i'm like nah i'm not gonna do it and the next thing he says is oh but solomon you have to explore you have to take risks you're an african go on the street i see that you're very tight-fisted i see that you're very conservative solomon you need to lose yourself i mean i've had people tell me lose yourself go on the street drink smoke get someone pregnant i literally heard that one before someone even told me to get hiv once (laughs) and i only live once i'm like yes i live once but i will not use my one life to have hiv on purpose i mean yes some people do have hiv but i'm not going to willingly say i'm gonna do this to get hiv and he said oh leave once sleep around go on the street ride a lion and i said ride a lion he said yes you're an african i'm like and am i supposed to ride a lion he said yeah just go on the street i'm like no lions do not move around on that street and even if they did they don't see us black people and say they don't see us black people and say oh you look like us come hop on my back let's go on a stroll of course they don't do that so, so i'm not going to ride a lion and you know when i heard it i actually took it offensive maybe because i was not in a good mood and i was like very offended like what do you mean i should ride 
a lion and the next day I just told him that what do you even mean and I was like oh, I'm just saying to free yourself and we talked about it and I understood that he was just not educated so I guess the whole point of today's story after telling you like everything that I've seen and how people have made stereotypes about me based on where I'm from the country I'm from and the race that I am is to tell you that sometimes we take these things too personal like it is a very I mean as I, I would always say I'm not 100% right or 100% wrong I've not seen all the situation and case scenarios there is real racism out like really really strong hateful disastrous racism but some of the things that we see as racist today are not so are not done intentional intentionally so sometimes we should cut some slack and I'm saying this as a black person who has now eventually seen that I've educated a lot of people. We should cut some slack and give some people the benefits of doubt, depending on the situation. Now, if somebody's not going to drag your hair and say, look at your afro like a monkey's head on the street and you say, oh, let me give me benefit of doubt. Give that one a dirty slap. <laughs> like, don't, don't do that. But obviously that situation is very extreme. But there are some jokes that people do not actually think is racist and that's just because they have not been thought and if you do not teach them i mean i know we are not responsible for teaching them but to some extent we are teach them and if they do this racist thing all over again then you know this one his head is not correct or head is not correct on this note i want to read out a poem because i actually wrote it during the pandemic and when i was feeling very low on being black i was well i wasn't feeling very low i just thought i have met a lot of white people and that was a lot of and a lot of white people a lot of a lot, well not whites a lot of different races of people that were not black i told you i used to think everybody was white <laughs> if you're not black i met a lot of different races i mean i met a china a chinese guy who told me i was talking with him and he was like oh where are you from i mean i was from nigeria i was like oh if you're black can you get out of my world and i'm like what's wrong with this one's head but i've met a lot of craziness and so one time i wrote something just to really depict what i thought about myself and i what i think you as black people should depict and see yourself so here it goes i am black i am bold and i'm powerful and i know i'm not seen to be beautiful my complexion is said to be distasteful They say my whole existence is disgraceful. To be black, I don't need your approval. My life matters and it's very much crucial. If you don't get me, I am saying I am special. I am a star. I am celestial. I'm not half human. I am complete. I'm not an animal to be bounded at my feet. You should know humanity isn't something you can cheat. That I'm black doesn't mean I'm born for the streets. I am both the plug and the socket. My race doesn't make me any more imperfect. So my life should not revolve around your judgment because I'm not a prisoner, I am not my sergeant. My blood is red and I also have a brain. I'm not destined for poverty and pain. Being black shouldn't cause disdain. God wanted a difference, so here I came. I want you to tell yourself this if you ever have a problem. I mean, remember that you're black and you are not sorry about it. And 
sometimes meeting a lot of all these people can make you feel less because they could be talking about the basic thing that they have access to even as low as a vending machine i mean in nigeria we don't really have that everyone i remember sometimes always talking about a vending machine and i was they were talking about it so much talking about all the how the vending machine is so expensive like how buying things from it is so expensive and they don't they rather avoid it and they asked me personally what i felt about it and i couldn't give them an opinion because we don't have that everywhere in Nigeria. I mean, I've, we don't even have that in many, in most places in Nigeria. So I couldn't give an opinion. And those conversations sometimes could make you feel less because you don't have it. It's Africa. They already expect you not to have it. So when you tell them that you don't have it, they kind of be like, oh, oh, I forgot. Sorry, Africa. You are uncivilized. You are underdeveloped. You could have all these thoughts, but you can't be sorry that you're black you can't afford to be because you will live in a state of just pain so on this note i'm encouraging you all to love your complexion teach your children not to call black people in their class black and dirty because it may leave some stain and it's just equally as racist and do have a lovely day so you can send me a message on instagram in, on at kingswords basically k-i-n-g-w-o-r-d-s-s and you can also find this podcast on any podcast website or app at king's words basically the same spelling k-i-n-g-w-o-r-d-s-s and i do hope you learned a thing or two from this episode on this note peace out